Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. You're listening to Eye on the Community. I'm Vicki Pepper. Going back to school is an exciting time for parents and kids, especially this year as our kids aren't just going back to school, but going back to in-person school. But that doesn't mean that this year isn't going to be without its challenges. On the line with me is Julie King, co-author of How to Talk When Kids Won't Listen, part of the How to Talk book series for parents. Thank you for joining me. My pleasure. If you would, start by telling us about the How to Talk series. The How to Talk series was actually started by two women in the 80s, Adele Faber and Elaine Maislish. The most famous of those books is How to Talk So Kids Will Listen and Listen So Kids Will Talk. They also wrote a book called Siblings Without Rivalry. And over the years, those two books have been best-selling books, really helpful for a lot of people. And when I started teaching from the original How to Talk book, a lot of parents said to me, it's great book. I really like it, but we need more examples and more stories for parents of little kids. And so I actually contacted Adele Faber's daughter, one of the original author's daughter, Joanna, who happens to be a good friend of mine who I met when we were babies, literally. Mm -hmm. And I told her, Joanna, we have to write another book in this series. And that's how the next book, How to Talk So Little Kids Will Listen, got written. (laughs) And that book came out several years ago. And she and I have been working with parents. I lead workshops, and we get letters and emails from readers all over the world and all over the U.S. And again, they said they loved this approach, and they wanted more ways to practice, and they wanted more stories, and they had questions about specific issues that we hadn't addressed in our first book. So that's how this most recent book came to be. We have chapters on what I think of as like the hot topics that parents have to deal with, including things like screen time and homework, which is also coming up with school, you know, <laughs> coming back into session, but all, all kinds of other topics, name calling, how to handle divorce, whining, what to do when kids are fighting, just a whole host of topics that parents have to deal with in, in normal days of raising kids. And what's great about the book is that you can just kind of flip to whichever chapter applies to your life. That's right. That's right. You don't have to read it from start to finish. The first part introduces the basic tools and strategies of the how to talk approach. If you're not familiar with it, you can read about or if you need a refresher, you can read about how to help kids who are dealing with difficult feelings like frustration or jealousy or disappointment. And we have a chapter on how to engage kids cooperation and what to do when there's conflict. What can you do instead of punishing them? We have a whole bunch of strategies that you can try. 
And, and we also have a, a chapter on praise, which most people don't think is, a, is something mm-hmm. that we need to learn about. But in fact, there are better and worse ways to give feedback to kids. And we have a whole chapter on on just how to do that. What do you think are some of the challenges our kids are going to face as they go back to school this year? You know, some of it is going to be the sort of normal resistance to getting back into the routine. So in the morning, uh, you know, for those of us who can remember back to when there was quote-unquote normal school, just getting kids out the door is often a big challenge. You know, kids don't naturally want to get up, get dressed, eat breakfast, and race out the door. They want to play. They want to hang around. They want to talk to you. So getting kids back into that routine is going to be a big challenge. And we have a bunch of tools on how to engage kids' cooperation. But before you even do that, it can be helpful to acknowledge that kids sometimes are not in the mood to be rushed. Maybe they are not in the mood to go to school. And it doesn't mean they don't like school. A kid who has a great time at school the next morning might be thinking, oh, I can't wait to get back to that Lego set that I've been working on at home. And I don't want to go to school right now. And if we can acknowledge, oh, right now you, you wish that we could just sort of freeze time so you could finish up that Lego set, let's find a time when, you could, you know, when we know you can work on it so you, you'll know when you can do that. Starting off by acknowledging what's going on for our child can be really helpful. Or let's take the example of homework. Kid comes home and says, oh, the homework's too hard. Like, what do we want to say? We want to say, oh, no, honey, it's easy. Here, let me show you. Well, how satisfying is it for a child to accomplish something that he's been told is easy for other people, right? Mm-hmm. Um, or, or we want to say, you know, if you spent half the time working on it that you're spending complaining, you'd be finished by now, which also is not, <laughs> not encouraging <laughs> to a child. You know, they just feel like they're being ragged on. So what can we say that could be helpful? It, you know, it could start by acknowledging what's going on for this child. You know, I might say, boy, long division can be frustrating. There's so many steps to each problem. It can drive you crazy. So sometimes it's counterintuitive to start off by talking about how this child is feeling rather than trying to get them to do the things we want them to do. (laughs) So you're trying to validate their feelings. Exactly. Exactly. Instead of denying them and saying, instead of saying, no, it's not, it's, it's not so hard, honey, let me show you. You know, we just, I just was asked a question by a dad who said that his, his uh, six-year-old was jealous because the 12 year old was having a birthday and was getting a whole bunch of presents and the six-year-old wanted presents too. And, you know, of course, what the dad wanted to say is, hey, you know, calm down. You're going to have a birthday in another month, and then you'll be getting a bunch of presents. But that, you know, can you actually imagine a child saying, oh, yeah, I forgot. You know, thanks for letting me know. I'm totally cool with this now, right? Very unlikely. What's more helpful is to say it's not easy to watch someone else get presents. Even though you know that you'll get presents on your birthday, it's really hard to wait. So, yeah, the idea is to give kids a vocabulary of emotions. You know, oh, that's disappointing. You were looking forward to that. Or that really made you mad. You didn't like it at all. If you have kids who are showing their feelings through fists and feet, you know, our goal is for them to be able to put into words how they're feeling. And one of the ways to learn to do that is for us to model and to actually say the words that they could say and the way that they could say them. I've been speaking with Julie King, co-author of the book, How to Talk When Kids Won't Listen. Is there anything else you want us to know, and how can we get the book? The book is available anywhere books are sold. And I also want to mention to your listeners that we have written a bonus chapter that's not in the book called How to Talk When Your Parenting Partner Won't Listen, because Mm. that's a question we have been getting. And if you order the book and then you want to get that bonus chapter, you can go to our website, which is How to Talk. It's how dash 
to-talk.com. So how to talk with dashes between the words. And you can sign up to get that bonus chapter on how to talk when your parenting partner won't listen. Thank you so much for talking with us today. And thank you for making it a little bit easier to talk with our kids. Thank you. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.